You're listening to MoneyWeb at Midday. Online trading scams are on the rise and investors are being urged to assess legitimacy and licenses of global trading platforms. Now, according to Roger Eskenazi, Managing Director of the platform Tickmill South Africa, investors can avoid falling prey to scams and fraud by ensuring that the trading platforms they use are correctly licensed and are legitimate. Roger, a very warm welcome to you. So shed some light for me on the current trend of these scams that you refer to and how prevalent they've become. Yes, uh, good afternoon, uh, Jeremy. Uh, I think the penny dropped after you know the 2008 subprime mortgage crisis, where you had these firms that were trading with optionality and CFDs um, that wiped out iconic names such as Bear Stearns and, and Lehman's. And dealing in the aftermath of that, uh, you know, you've seen uh, very strict tightening of regulations in Australia and London, and obviously South Africa trying to follow suit. Um, these guys were training with enormous leverage and uh you know something had to be done about it and in south africa we weren't too far from the trend either if i you know, looking at the fsca annual report the other day now if you can't ever if you're ever battling to sleep just try and read the fsca annual report um but this will give you an idea you know, 1006 between the period of 20, 2022 and 2023 from may to july 1,668 enforcement actions, 420 licenses were withdrawn, 210 debarments, which means people have been banned from the industry, 47 financial scam alerts issued, and 984 licenses suspended. I mean, that's extraordinary. Uh, It's it's absolutely extraordinary, Roger. It it would seem that it really is the Wild West out there. Is it does th- those figures? Does it mean that the regulation is working, or that the body is simply engulfed? Well, I think it's, it's trying to stem a tsunami, the previous tsunami. I mean that uh, this industry was uh, specifically the online trading industry was fraught with these guys, the overseas jockeys trying to come in and, and, and capture some of the South African market, which they see as a very lucrative gateway to not only in South Africa but to the rest of Africa. Um, and that is why the ODP regime came in on the 8th of August 2018. It was subsequently extended till January 19. And uh, you know, credit to the to, to the Fisca. You know, they have uh, perhaps overcompensated now because, you know, in order to get an ODP license, uh, it's inordinately difficult. I mean, there's a very stringent, uh, for uh, in our case, in the case of Tignal. Now, Tignal is, is highly regulated in some of the most stringently regulated jurisdictions in the world, in the UK, in the Seychelles, in Cyprus, in Malaysia, in Dubai. Uh, it took us just over four years and millions of rands to get this license. Mm. Um, we support the process because you know it's just going to weed out the uh, um, all, all the all the pretenders in the industries. But to get this license, you really have to demonstrate uh, very high capital adequacy ratios, uh, strong balance sheets, a strong commitment to um, governance and risk controls. You need an independent board in line with the King Committee's uh, recommendations on government. So. We support it, but uh, they perhaps overcompensate. I think, other than the big, ba- other than the big banks, uh, there's a handful of licenses that have been granted to international players and local players. And I think at last count, 62 
were either declined or did not elect to proceed with the process. I'm assuming, Roger, that it's up to traders themselves to do their homework. Uh, What advice then would you give to those who are new to forex trading who then want to protect themselves? Is Is there a blueprint that they should be following in that respect? You know, Jeremy, every day I'm staggered at the either naivety or stupidity of South African consumers. Every day I open up the press and I see another Ponzi scheme and this another BHI where this fellow walked walked off with three three billion rand of investors' money. I mean, it, it was an, it was a non-regulated investment. If it's not regulated by the FSCA, walk away. Why take the risk? It's the reason it's not regulated. Um, Yet, you know, these guys, they continue to fall for scamsters and, and, and I don't understand what it is, but just the following, you know, they can just go onto the FSCA website. It's amazing what you can even do with a Google search. Look at references, look at testimonials, look and see where else these guys are registered. It's just extraordinary how every day yeah. that this, these, these scamsters are uncovered. Let me, let me, let me hazard a guess at, at the answer to the question that you've just raised, Roger. It's all about ignoring risk because human nature is predicated on us all wanting to make a quick buck. And people are seeing opportunity because uh, these schemes are often uh, very, well, very well marketed and overpromised, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'm astounded at some of the <laughs> advertising that uh, I see, you know, deposit 10,000 guaranteed 50,000 five days later. I mean, who falls for that nonsense? Mm. Uh, you know, it's just, and these are the kind of guys, uh, as I alluded to earlier, in all the disciplinary actions that need to be you know, shut out of the industry and banned from even giving advice to legitimate clients. Because there are a lot of legitimate professional traders or guys who have a side business who trade, who want to trade uh, metals, and who want to trade indices and trade the NASDAQ and trade Forex. And I think this, this, this new ODB regime, although it's extremely strict over time, you know, will weed it out. But it, once again, it's all dependent on the consumer. You know, they must do their homework and see who is regulated and licensed to do business in South Africa. Do we have a sense of who is operating or who the operators are of these of, of these these bogus schemes? Predominantly, they are offshore trading companies who are not licensed, and they come to the expos here, they put up a pretty stand, and they offer leverage facilities. I mean, I think at the one expo we saw, um, we saw uh, uh, a provider offering one to 2,000 leverage, and that'll kill you. You, you know, you know, if, if one trade goes wrong, you know, you, you know the consequences of negative gearing. You know, so the the three L's that can kill you is leverage, ladies, and liquor. Man, you don't need the other two L's. This two thousand leverage, you know, yeah. you'll go straight to the grave. So it's most of these unscrupulous guys who come in and who want to slug at this market, which is a big market, um, but they're not prepared, or they don't have the balance sheet or the rigor. Or the governance, the risk controls, and in 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 in, um, yeah. in place to do it, but okay. they've been allowed to in the past. That's that's the problem. Roger Eskenazi, thank you so much for the blunt and uh, also very amusing assessment there. I do appreciate it, but uh, you have sounded a very important warning.